Hi, I'm Lauren. Hi, I'm Kelly, and welcome to The Millennial Minimalists. We are two Canadian millennials and minimalists on a mission to live more with less. And together, our goal is to inspire you to design a simpler, more intentional life. Hi, everyone. Today, in celebration of our 100th episode, Lauren and I share our story and how the Millennial Minimalist podcast came to be. In this laid-back one-on-one, we talk about how we discovered our shared passion for living simply and the experiences that inspired us to start this podcast. We also discuss how living a minimalist lifestyle inspires personal growth, and we exchange a few ways we think we have each grown over the years. Plus, we reflect on our friendship and share a funny story about how we first met. And through these stories, you will learn a few simple living hacks and be reminded of some of the greatest benefits that come with living with less. All in all, we want to thank you for helping our podcast grow, and we hope that this episode makes you smile and laugh and excited to continue on this journey with us. Together, let's design and maintain a simpler, more intentional life. So we officially did it, Lauren. We finally reached our 100th episode. I know. It's crazy. Time goes by so quickly. I know. It's amazing. It's It's been just under three years since we started, and I, I couldn't be more excited for today's episode. I, I know I say that about almost every episode, but today I'm particularly very excited and really proud of us and, and, and super grateful for the community that we have built. We built such an amazing community of listeners and who follow us socially, who really interact with us every day. It's pretty awesome. And as, as many of you know, we, we started this podcast in August of 2018, and you know, it's going to be August of 2021 soon, so I can't believe it's almost been three years. Like, it's, 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 it just flew by. I can't believe like we were on this trip in Italy when we first recorded, and it, it feels like last summer, you know? Yeah, I know. Three years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. It was like right around my birthday, so I feel like every year I'm just getting a year older. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we celebrated her birthday in Italy together and you were turning 29 at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And now you're a few years older <laughs> and we're not scared. We're happy to be in our 30s. So so today we, we thought we would start today off by sharing our story. I know we have a lot of new listeners and so it'd be great to give some background and perhaps some new tidbits for our listeners who have been following along with us since the beginning. So first of all, it was summer 2018 feels like yesterday, as I said. I personally, at that point in my life, I was in a crossroads in my life, and as you know. And, you know, you were, you were a close friend of mine, and I just realized you were living so simply, and it just really, really, it really inspired me to get rid of excess physical things in my life. And gosh, every time I think about that, I'm like, wow, like how much I've changed. I mean, I didn't have that much stuff, but... I had stuff that I didn't need that was sitting in my closet, that was sitting in my kitchen, so many knickknacks. I, you know, grew up in a family where there were tons of magnets all over the fridge. And so I thought that's what you were supposed to do. You're supposed to put magnets on your fridge and you're supposed to put pictures everywhere. And, you know, if that's something you love, you can obviously do that. But I knew that I needed just some more clarity in my life both personally and also professionally as well. At, at that time also, I was, I was working in Toronto, but I was also running a community empowerment event series at Shopify in Toronto called Impact X Toronto that was actually inspired by Tom Bilyeu's Impact Theory podcast. Uh, their marketing director reached out to me and I started doing these monthly events to really uh, engage young entrepreneurs and, and those who were kind of in search for you know, their career path to kind of have this sense of community during these events where they could network and learn more about uh, an entrepreneur's story. So we always had a speaker at every event. And it just really motivated me professionally. I was like, wow, like uh, I'm meeting all these interesting people through these events that I'm doing. And it's motivating me to kind of start my own thing and create my own path. And I know I've always wanted to you know, work independently and grow my own passion. And, and so it, it was also in the moment where I was like, Oh, gosh, I, I need some change in my life. You know, I, I don't feel complete fulfillment. And I was in search for more. And I remember you, Lauren, you were going through a period in your life where you're like, Oh, I just need to get away. Yeah. And she's like, we just we should just go book a trip. Yeah, I feel like I really I want to go to Europe all summer. Like I was so down to just pack up and go. It's so funny just hearing you think about or talk about this. I remember showing up to Kelly's 
before we left for the airport and I like walked in with my carry on and I had a sweater tied around my neck and she was like flustered. She's like, Oh my God, like you're so simple. And I, she, you're like, I don't know what to wear on the plane. And I don't know like what, uh, you know, bag to bring. And it, it, you're like, I, I love how you're just so like, you've simplified this so well. And it's ironic that we ended up starting a podcast on minimalism and living simply a few days later. But um, that is, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So the story is I had multiple clutches in my closet. I had so many clutches, but I heard that in Italy, you have to be very careful with carrying a purse around. And so I was like, oh gosh, I need a clutch where, you know, there's a safety or there's a lock or some, in some type of locking some capacity. And I ended up finding the perfect purse and then I broke the zipper the night before and I was just, I was just all over the place. And, but although it doesn't really take me that long to pack, I just had a lot of things that I wanted to cover and it was overwhelming because I had so many items to choose from. And when you walked in with your little sweater and your little carry on, I was like, wow, like I wish I could get there. So it was, it was kind of like that first part where I was like, oh, this is, I, I want to be more like you. And uh, so anyways, we booked a trip to Italy and Lauren, of course, slept the whole plane ride, which was amazing. And then I didn't. So <laughs> we arrived in Italy, but I just spent the whole day the next day. I didn't care. So we just continued on. My boss always makes fun of me. He's like, you can just fall asleep on a dime. Like you just don't have a care in the world. <laughs> it's amazing. No, that's a good thing though. Yeah, I guess it is a good thing. Maybe I do need to worry about things more. You also prioritize sleep, which is so important. Yeah, I do. I can't function without it though. So yeah, yeah. So, so anyways, on this trip, we both realized that we had a shared passion for living simply and mine was just growing at the time. Uh, and Lauren had always listened to the minimalists. And they were actually they actually inspired you to realize that you are one, right? Yeah, they were the one that made me recognize that I was one. I didn't even know what this term had meant prior to seeing their documentary. Yeah, yeah. And and nor did I. We, I didn't really. Yeah, well, when I first saw the documentary, I was like, oh, my God, I'm not crazy. Like, this is a thing. And people aspire to live like this. Exactly. This is amazing. Exactly. And, and we recognize that we also both loved reading. We both like writing. And we both had listened to a lot of podcasts at the time, personal development podcasts. I mean, you attended my events in Toronto. We both listened to the School of Greatness, Impact Theory, all of those podcasts. And we both felt super inspired. And we're like, why don't we create our own? And it was just one morning in the middle of our trip, I guess. So we started in Venice, we went to Rome, and then we finished in Florence. And it was in Florence, we're like, let's, we were just really traveling on a dime, but we did it beautifully. We're very mindful of that. And we're like, oh, let's just go to the Four Seasons in Florence and just have a nice little croissant and coffee. And We'll go into the fields and we'll read a book and then let's just record. And that was our first episode and, you know, recorded on our phone. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's how it started. And, and, and that's, that's our story. Uh, and, you know, obviously we wanted to start by, you know, thinking of like, what is, you know, what is our mission? What is going to be our dynamic? And Lauren, she's, she's the natural innate minimalist. So I was like, okay, well, let's call you that. Let's call you the natural minimalist. And you know, someone as someone who is just adopting this lifestyle, I'll be the minimalist adopter. Um, you know, it's so funny. This just reminded me of it when we were eat, drinking our coffee and eating the croissants yeah. at the Four Seasons and the waiter came up to us and he's like, are you guys influencers or like podcasters? Yes. yes. And we're like, no, but we will be in like one hour. <laughs> we're starting our first podcast. But yeah, no, I that definitely was your inspiration to like start living the simpler life. And th the reason I live this way is because I could not live any other way. I even when traveling, I cannot stand having all of this luggage and all of these bags and just all of this stuff. I have to like watch over and check in and mm -hmm. I, I can't stand it so like I just get it down to exactly what I need especially when I travel and it just makes the 
whole process so much easier and so much more enjoyable like you're going on vacation to enjoy yourself not to like manage all of this luggage and stuff like I I can't stand it so yeah I feel your pain with that like frustration of like what should I pack what should I bring I need all these bags I need all this extra stuff and then you just end up overwhelmed and irritated when you're traveling. You did inspire me to bring uh, just a carry-on though so I didn't I didn't overpack for that trip, which was great. But I did realize on that trip that I brought more than I needed, right? I probably wore half of what I brought. And I remember you, Lauren, you, <laughs> this is so, so funny. I, some of you may have heard this before, but Lauren packed maybe a couple pairs of underwear. and she I was brings, one short. <laughs> she was one short. She, you bore mine. <laughs> I did borrow hers. But I ended up loving the, them so much that when I needed to replace mine, I replaced it with that kind so yeah it worked out yeah so it worked out but uh yeah it was so smart so your little hack is bringing a little detergent in a little bottle so that you can actually wash your clothes while you're on vacation well I learned that on that trip because I could have washed stuff it's funny because you're like I overpacked and I underpacked um I had to ask though do you use a regular size luggage prior to that trip or would you have that is a good question you know I would have used the same carry-on Because back in the day, I was traveling between Hong Kong and Tokyo. Uh, I was modeling at the time and I I was moving from uh, my three months in Hong Kong to to Tokyo. And I remember my suitcase being massive and them saying, oh, it's way overweight. And I was like, oh gosh. And I remember having to pay $172. I remember to the dollar. Probably more than what you spent on this stuff. I mean, who knows? Exactly. Well, yeah, who knows? But uh, a lot of the this suitcase in particular was just stuff that I bought in Hong Kong. Yeah. And so, so it was just coming with me. And after that, I was like, I don't want to have to pay for added stuff, you know? And so then I learned quickly to travel light. And I don't know, for the past 10 plus years, I've just been traveling with a carry-on or a backpack if I can. So it's just so much lighter and easier. And it just... Yeah, you, you quickly realize it, the best test is to come home from a vacation, go through your stuff, and quickly realize that, oh, how much of this stuff did I actually wear? And then next time you go on vacation, just pack that. So Yeah, we think we need all these just-in-case outfits, but they never end up being needed. And you can always purchase something while you're there. I, another thing I want to touch on is people get so obsessed with buying souvenirs and stuff while they're there because they want to remember the trip. But I like sometimes I'll buy a bottle of wine, which you can't bring back on a carry-on. But I don't know. I never really got into the souvenir things where people have to have a mug from everywhere they went or a keychain or a T-shirt or I don't know. If, it, if it's something you would wear or have purchased anyways, then I guess it's great. But don't try to buy memories on trips like you have pictures and you have the actual memory of the trip so I bet you your mom and my mom are alike in that sense they would buy everything when they go on a trip right yeah and I remember being as kids it's like what souvenirs do you guys want and I was like I want candy (laughs) you're like I don't want any stuff yeah (laughs) just stuff that I can eat so that it goes away (laughs) I remember we're in Niagara Falls and my parents like hey you guys can get a souvenir and I got Mentos like the candy. I'm like, this is all I want. That's so funny. I'm such a weird kid. My dad works in sales. So every time as a kid, he would come home from his sales trips across the US and he would come home with a shirt with a different city on it. Yeah. And I collected so many of those. And they like bring them, like my boss would come home from trips and bring his kids all of these like yeah. t-shirts from where he was. And I don't know, I'm just... But if that brings you value, yeah, if go it, ahead. If it brings yeah. some value. It's like, hey, this is a t-shirt from someone else who bought it for me who went on a trip. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. And actually, we should mention how we've met. You know, I don't think a lot of people know that. Uh, so, yeah. super random. I At the time, I was working for Air Canada. And I was commuting just north of the city into the city uh, to work downtown. And I was like, oh, gosh, I really want to move back downtown and have my own space. And so I was just looking online. Actually, I think it was Craigslist, which is the funniest thing ever. Yeah, we actually met on (laughs) Craigslist. I was like probably 23 or 
24 at the time. I just got my real estate license. I didn't have any money to do marketing. So just advertise other people's listings. And I mostly did rentals because they were quick closings and I could pay my rent with them. And yeah, I put up a listing for so one ugly. bedroom. It was so ugly. <laughs> Gelly messaged me to view it. And that was it. We just hit it off immediately. Yeah, it was so funny. And you have that story of like, she showed me the, the property and she she said, oh, I remember it was carpeted too. It was just so awful. Yeah, it was not yeah. that great of it. And uh, you were showing it, looking at me like, I don't think you like this place. I don't either. <laughs> I can see your face. <laughs> you weren't selling it to me because I think you could tell that I wasn't into it. Uh, but you said, oh, sorry, there isn't much closet space. And I was like, that's okay. Yeah, I... Oh, one of the biggest complaints I got from clients, especially in Toronto condos, there's very small closets. People would always be like, there's no closet space. There's no closet space. And when I walked in with Kelly, I was like, I know there's no closet space. And I assume this like beautiful girl would have this massive wardrobe. And she was like, oh, that's fine. I don't own that many clothes. And I was like, oh my God, me neither. Like I finally found someone else who doesn't. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know what the first thing we did together. Maybe we grabbed coffee or something. We went to Earl's and had a drink. Oh, really? Yeah, you invited me out with other people and I came. Yeah, I remember it very well. Oh, that's nice. Oh, good. I'm glad that you remember that. Uh, That's really cool. Yeah, it's really amazing how friendships come to be. And uh, yeah, I mean... It's, it's really cool. I'm so happy that I sent you that message on Craigslist. Yeah. So random. It was like eight in the morning. I was so, I mean, seven, maybe seven, actually maybe seven in the morning commuting to the city. And I was so tired that morning. I was just randomly messaging people. And then you got a message, which was awesome. That's so, so funny. Yeah. People are like, how'd you guys meet? How'd you start the podcast? We're like, at Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for fellow minimalists exactly. to be friends with. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, it's amazing. Cause I think like, what if I didn't that morning? It's so interesting, eh? Yeah, or if I didn't put up that ad. Like, I... I wonder if we would have met. Yeah, sometimes life brings you together. I think so, too. And we do live in a small city, so it could have been possible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Fate would have brought us together. Yeah, exactly. It's just so interesting. Uh, so... Back to how we started the podcast. So originally, we were really focusing on minimalism from the physical perspective. We're both like, yeah, you know, we really want to, we really want to inspire people to live simply because I was getting a lot of value in it from it in the beginning, and and obviously you've always lived this way, and so we're like, okay, like let's talk about how we can really simplify the physical things in our lives and be more mindful of the things that we own. But then we started to realize quickly through our research that minimalism is way more than the physical stuff and that minimalism is about simplifying every area of our lives, all the excess. And we like to say that minimalism is really a lifestyle and it's a lifestyle template. It's an opportunity to really clear the excess in your life so that you can focus on the things that matter most to you. And and essentially it's a reset. That's what I love most about it. It's like a reset on life. It's just very refreshing. It's like if you if you kind of feel out of sorts, it's kind of like your outlet to kind of having that clarity. So, so yeah, so there's, you know, there's a, we talk about mental, digital, emotional clutter, so all those aspects as well and in our first 99 episodes, I mean, we've covered all of that and we've also covered living sustainably because it's a major minimalist value and something that I learned I did not live sustainably before this lifestyle. I'll admit that. I mean, in some ways I did naturally because of my parents' influence, but in other ways I could have been way more mindful. So yeah, and so I'm definitely living sustainably today and I'm proud of it. And it's just, it's so easy to when you live like a minimalist, right? Like you were saying that, Lauren. Yeah, your life is so much easier from, I guess, you're saying the reset. I'm just thinking, sometimes I wish I had clutter just so I could get rid of it and feel that like satisfaction. That's why I love helping other people simplify their lives, especially like my mom or friends, because just that feeling like that weight lifted off your shoulder of like having less stuff in your space or like have, helping them do their closets or their kitchen. It's just yep. like, it feels so good. Like I'm satisfied. So I can't imagine how much they must feel. Like when you decluttered your mom's closet recently, you must yeah. have felt so much satisfaction. Yeah. And she's like, I love, like, she's like, I love going in there now and seeing how neat everything is folded and like lined up. Like it, it just, it makes such a difference. So 
It's so true. I mean, it's just like when you give back to someone, it's like you're giving back, you get a helper's high, right? Yeah, you do. I, I was home and I helped my friend Tina declutter and organize her closet. And she was like, that changed my life. She's like, I was always buying new stuff. I was like running around to different rooms because she had closets like throughout her house she would use for different things. And that we just like sat down and like went over everything and organized everything. And I saw her, I was talking to her the other day and she's like, my life is so much better and more simple so it, it was incredible like isn't that great yeah it does give me the help for high I'm and, and even like through social a lot of you will tag us in posts that you know either you declutter your closet or you're donating a number of items that actually gives me a high I'm like wow even though it's your stuff it's just like yeah because I know the high that they're feeling and then I get excited yeah. for them <laughs> and it's just so satisfying seeing the before and after photos <clears throat> Or just the before and after after they do it. Oh, definitely, definitely. So again, we have really built this podcast to help you design a simpler and more intentional life and help you remove the excess. And in the beginning, we were thinking about, okay, what is going to be our vibe? How are we going to be different, right? I mean, there are the minimalists and we love the minimalists. Obviously, it's a male's perspective. Uh, we're a female's perspective. And we really wanted to create this environment where you felt immersed in our conversation. And so sometimes you'll probably realize or Lauren and I will speak in a way where she's saying, oh, yeah, Kelly, like you'll say my name. And so it seems like so as if you guys were sitting with us. Right. And so we're speaking of each other as if you're in the room. So we really wanted to create an immersive experience and make it feel like you're sitting across or beside us. And and many of you have, have DM'd us and communicated that you do feel like that. So I love that. And you could be across the world and you feel like you're here with us. And that that means everything to us. And when it comes to episode topics, uh, so somebody asked me that recently, like, how did you and Lauren and think of all these topics to talk about? And I was like, honestly, this lifestyle, you can talk about everything, everything. It's endless. It's every aspect of our lives. And so, and it was interesting because Lauren and I just, naturally went about every day, every week, and we naturally message each other and say, let's talk about this. It was never, oh, I don't know what, we've never said that. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes we even have more than one subject or more than one podcast we want to do. And it's funny, like having to decide what we want to talk about, because there is so many different things you can talk about. Even for our 100th podcast, we're like, what should we do? Yeah. It's going to be big. But our journey and reflecting back on the past few years makes the most sense. I think so, too. And obviously, we have new listeners. But uh, it's just, I really want it to be a very relaxing experience for us and, and, and for our listeners. And yeah, so, and something else that we should mention is that when it comes to our research, we both do our own research and we rarely share our thoughts before before we record, we press record. And I like that. It's very organic. Yeah, it's more, sometimes we will share before we record and our reactions are so great. I'm like, oh, I wish we just kept this organic and yeah. like waited for the podcast. But doing the research on these topics was my favorite part. Like I love to read and learn and look up stuff. So like I do that a lot as like a hobby or my free time. So I felt more productive doing it for yeah. something but no it's so interesting and I learned so much I read so many books on it and saw so many different perspectives and how it changed people and all the different areas you can apply minimalism to yeah there was actually so it's interesting because there's so many times where I have wanted to keep where we've stopped the recording and then we keep talking and we're like oh we should have yeah left it on we don't turn it off until you leave her. Exactly. That would be so nice. But yeah, so we record in Lauren's place. We have been recording in Lauren's little little kitchen uh, for almost a year. But obviously, recently, we've been recording remotely via Zoom. And that's also worked for us. But uh, yeah, and also, Lauren, I remember in our first few episodes, you'd say, okay, maybe we should take that out. Or I don't know if I want to say this because there's so many people listening. We were... We were more cautious. Yeah, I definitely don't care as much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're much more vulnerable these days. We're just like, okay, let's just put it out there. Uh, but it's, it, it, is, it is interesting because I remember when we put our first episode out there, I think we had, I don't know, maybe 200 downloads or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, people are listening to us. I was like, 
it made me nervous. <laughs> yeah, I know it does. At first, I didn't care. And I'm like, people are listening. I'm like, I don't know what to say. Yeah, exactly. In the beginning, you were nervous. I remember that. I remember that. And yeah, so we record in Lauren's par- apartment. And, you know, a, a lot of the time it, we would record in the evenings because I'm very much, I have all my energy at the end of the day. And so we were recording in the evenings. You know, we both work. So we've been balancing this podcast while working full time for the past almost three years. So, which is amazing in itself, first of all. And when we record, we usually record in Lauren's apartment and it's usually at night after Lauren's dinner and Lauren actually feels tired at night. Yeah, I'm so tired at night. So we changed that around. So we've been recording during the daytime or in the mornings. Well, it was funny because the other day I was like, oh, let's meet at like early to record the podcast and Kelly's like, or can we meet like midday? Like it, we finally met more in the middle because I'm wired at like five or six a.m. and you're wired at night. So in the yeah. afternoon, it's kind of more of a balance. Yeah. And I just want to say this: everyone wants to be a morning person, which is yeah, it, it is great to wake up and get all this stuff done, but it is hard at night for like the social component or when everyone else is up. I'm so tired and I have no energy by like nine or ten but but I'm out cold and I sleep like a baby all night oh I know but it's it just so it, yes aspire to be a morning person but there is downfalls to it yeah no I mean it's good that we both recognize what works for us and what yeah. doesn't I'm trying to make myself more of a morning person because I was a morning person my whole life until really I moved downtown things have changed a little bit I still wake up early I mean you yeah. wake up at six every morning right I've been getting up at 5.30 because I don't oh. set an alarm. And then I wake up at 5.30. I'm like, should I try to sleep for 30 more minutes? I'm like, I'll just What time up. do you go to bed? I try to stay up till 10. Oh, that's but not But I bad. don't always, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm usually in bed by 11, 11.30 and then up by 7. So. Yeah. that's. I feel like that's normal. Yeah. Like what people normally do. But yeah. I don't know. I just... I can't like kick the habit now. I get so tired at night and I have so much energy in the morning. So. It's good though. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it is good. It's just good. it's just hard. If I have an afternoon nap and an afternoon coffee, I can stay up later. Oh, interesting. So I'll, I'll try to do that if I have to like be up a bit later. That was one of the things on our vacation in Italy that I love. There was no pressure to like party late or anything. Lauren and I had the most relaxing therapeutic vacation. We just spent the full day... Uh, exploring the sites and doing wine tastings and then by nine we're like let's go back I love that yeah because you get to see and do so much in the city and then you get a good night's sleep I mean it's nice to go out like one or two nights and stay a bit later and have some drinks but no I much prefer that I feel like you get a lot more out of the vacation and if you're like out drinking late then you wake up and you don't feel as well and you don't get so as much true. out of the day my last vacation was November 2019 wow the pandemic. and um I went with my friend Jessica who was pregnant at the time and I was like yes yeah, she's pregnant we can't go out drinking late <laughs> <laughs> Of course you think about that. Yeah, like she's going to want to go to bed early. Oh. (laughs) You're like, yes, perfect travel partner. Yeah. No. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So let's go into – we're going to actually share how we each think we've grown since starting this podcast. And uh, do you mind? I'll I'll start with yours. Okay. So – you have grown so much, Lauren. I know – I mean, you're the natural minimalist, but – You've definitely grown in other areas of minimalism beyond the physical things, the mental things, the emotional side, uh, the digital in many ways as well, being more mindful of how you use your phone. I would say, I would say number one, you are more mindful of your time and better at making decisions for yourself. Oh, good. Yeah. So Lauren was very much, when I first met her, very much a yes person, like yes to everything, but in a good way. Like I loved it. It's like, Lauren was always down to do this and that, but now I feel like she's more selective with her time, but that's good. You're more mindful of how you use your time. So that was number one. And then uh, I believe that you've also become better at managing mental and emotional clutter. Yes, which I didn't even know you could apply minimalism to. So yeah, I remember you had many in many ways and we all do this. I do this sometimes, but you're really better at like managing it. You don't overthink things as much. You don't waste time dwelling on things. You just go with your gut. Yeah, I do. And I notice that myself, like I even I'll get angry or worked up about something and I'm able to be like, well, maybe look at it from this perspective. And then I'm able to like talk myself down and calm myself down. So yeah, that has really helped. 
You're also incredibly dedicated to your routines, including your morning routine. She, you are very, you know, very good at managing that and meeting the expectation every day. And when it comes to making time for your health and recording your spending habits during the day, you write down what you're spending. So you have an idea of how much you're spending during the week, which is so smart. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And then monthly. Yeah. Yeah. And then lastly, when you indulge in nice things, you do it intentionally or in areas that are valuable to you. Yes. Yes. Which that has changed immensely. I wasn't as much like that before. Yeah, you would you would spend in all areas. Now it's like if you, for example, your boyfriend's birthday, like you will be intentional. Like I want to get a nice gift or, you know, I want to buy myself a nice boss and buy flowers for myself. Like you're just very intentional with that. And you won't be worried of, oh, did I spend too much money? Because you're like, no, it's okay. Like I'm I want to do this, you know? So it's okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So that's it on my end. So good. I love that. So how I think you have changed. So obviously, I'm sure you can tell from the podcast, Kelly's like very type A perfectionist, like gets everything (laughs) done really well. No, but she is. (laughs) And yeah, which is amazing. It's a, a quality a lot of people aspire to. But I feel like since minimalism, like because you're a perfectionist if things didn't like go as planned you would get more upset whereas now I feel like now you like let things you're like oh that didn't work out but that's okay yeah and so yeah true. like I just you're a lot more calmer and like easygoing and laid back and just if things like don't fall into place you're a lot more chill about it I guess good I'm um glad. I've noticed that over the last few years um I don't actually know how much you were like this before, but I've noticed this so much over the last couple of years, but you are so specific when you buy something. Like it just, if it's a winter coat, it has to be comfortable. It has to be warm. It has to fit your sweaters. It has to zip up right. It has to, like every detail you think of. And if it is not perfect, you return it or get what you want or continue to look. So that which is an amazing quality because then you have that item and you use it for years and years and years and you love mm-hmm. it and because it's exactly what you wanted. Yeah. Obviously the main one is you own less stuff. Yeah. I always make the joke that every time I go to Kelly's there's less stuff there and one day I'm gonna go and there's not <laughs> gonna be anything left. She's like Lauren, I did it. <laughs> I perfected it. I made it. I made it. I find you more optimistic. Like you're always optimistic with things, but I don't know. I just feel like with everything from like jobs to like this new idea we're working on right now, guys, everything. Like it's it's always like, yeah, it'll work out. And like everything just, I, I feel like you're just optimistic in life. And even though you were before, but your minimalism has definitely magnified that so thank you very optimistic and the last one is you're more appreciative since minimalism so Mm -hmm. kelly's the type of girl if you like bake cookies and leave them at her concierge she she gets so happy like you like photograph them and you'll be like thank you like it's so cute where some people will be like oh thanks i don't know she's just a very appreciative if you do small things like even I brought her flowers on her birthday to the restaurant and you just get so excited over the little things it's so cute yeah yeah it's really cute so those are the five ways I've seen Kelly change in the last few years and I think it's thanks to minimalism touching I love it no it's so it's so amazing that you point that out and it's it's a quality of yours Lauren you will do little things for your friends that are just so meaningful. Like she, it was just a random day last summer. I was in the middle of organizing my run and it was a very hectic time. And my front desk lady says, hey, there's something for you. And at that moment I was like, okay. So I go down and it's homemade cookies from Lauren. And I was like, in that moment, that's exactly what I needed. I was like, yes, that's what I want. I just want to eat a nice cookie. And it made me so much more calm in that moment. And yeah, I posted it and I got all excited because it's just, you make cookies and you made the time to drop some off in a cute little box for me. Like that's everything. Like people think that people need to do lavish things for their friends or their significant others, but you don't. It's those little things that can go so, so far. Yeah, and I love the in-between details like I feel like we put so much emphasis on holidays and Christmas and birthdays and gifts and I like the in-betweens like the flowers on a Wednesday in November or like the fresh baked tom 
homemade cookies left at your concierge on like a hard work day or like seeing something that you know someone would love and picking it up for them like those are the details I think that matter as opposed to these like huge expectations that yeah. are so that everyone does all the time. Yeah. And also yeah. kind of puts a weight on people sometimes. Right. And you know, it, it puts a weight being like, oh, well, since they did this for me, maybe I have to do so much more for them. Right. Yeah. So with the little thing. Well, maybe not with the little things. Yeah. Though. Not with the little things. And they're but unexpected. The so yeah. it's like even more nice. Like if you just like get flowers or I don't know, it's just it's unexpected. So it makes you more happy. Yeah. And it's also something that we eat and it's gone, right? It's not like you're buying. If I bought you something like, that is physical that had yeah. to stay in your apartment, she'd be like, ha, 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 no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> so we give each other flowers and cookies because, yeah, those can go away very quickly. So, uh, so yeah. But, uh, yeah, also I, I wanted to mention, yeah, I feel like when you said the positivity thing, yeah, I've always been a very opt optimistic person. I just think that I feel – happier every day and maybe that's what it is Lauren I, I feel like I, I this lifestyle has helped me become more at peace with who I am I know it sounds really lame but it's it's true like I wake up every morning feeling feeling like I have great purpose because of what we do with the podcast like it's just very fulfilling like I just love minimalism I love this lifestyle I love learning about it I love how much we've grown already and I'm excited for the future and and yeah it's 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 not all helped me get my home and my wardrobe in order, but also my career life. You know, I'm an independent contractor and that makes me happier to do that because that means I can do multiple things and not just focus on one job. I can do multiple. And yeah, so I feel like I'm spending my time the way I want to, which is really exciting. Yeah, sometimes the weird thing about minimalism, which I've learned over the years, is that it, it doesn't necessarily give you time to do more, but you can, because you have more time to relax or do nothing, you can do what you're doing already better. Mm -hmm. So it's like, instead of always being like stressed and like not knowing what to wear and your place is a mess and you like can't cook or it, because that's put together, you have more time to just relax and do nothing. And then when you go into work, you're like more calm and more focused. So it, like minimalism doesn't necessarily have to be a template to like add to your life or do things more efficiently it sometimes can just give you back that sense of calmness and peace and less yes. stress like yes. I live in a condo in Toronto and I've done showings in my building so I have I've seen my exact layout higher up and people have four or five times as much stuff as I have I would love to see that comparison I can show you pictures <laughs> and I just there's like stuff shoved above the fridge and around the washer and dryer and they have bookshelves everywhere and just wow. being in there I'm like I I could not live in a place like this like it would just like wow. the how it would affect me mentally physically emotionally like I it's just so nice to have this like clear clean space to come home to that's so peaceful if these people in these homes only knew or these apartments only knew that you a minimalist was coming in to check on their spaces they'd be like yeah. don't don't look <laughs> Well, what's funny is if I was showing the condo to someone, I would be like, I can show you my unit to give you a better idea of, you know, what it looks like if you furnish it this have way. Have you done that before? I have done it. So I'll show my space and they'll be like, oh, I love it. It's so much bigger. <laughs> but yeah, that was interesting. Every wall isn't covered. Lastly, there's one other thing I feel like you've grown in a, in a big way and I feel like your confidence has really risen. And you really yeah. come into yourself. It's amazing. Yeah, it definitely has. I definitely still have my insecurities. It's funny because um, yeah. I was talking to my friend Kira the other day and she's like, oh, I think envy is an insecurity. I'm like, well, I'm sick of everyone always saying, oh, that's an insecurity. Like it would be better to tell people how to get rid of their insecurities. Like it's more constructive to be like, oh, maybe that's an insecurity and this could be how it's fixed. Like I feel like we're so quick to like, judge people's negative qualities um I also think I'm more confident because of age though like as you get yeah. older you naturally just care less about the little things the little yeah. stupid things and you just yeah I feel like as you get older you're more confident that's so true but you're right okay so when someone for example says oh you know if if you say something like you're oh if you're frustrated with yourself or it's a lack of confidence in an area sometimes it's good for your friend to be like 
okay, well, there's a way to solve this. Rather, yeah, yeah right. It's better constructive criticism. But be mindful of who you're talking yeah, to. Yeah, of course. Be of very course. careful. But yeah. I also, like, what's wrong with being insecure? There's areas of people's lives that they do need to improve, and maybe they should lack confidence in that area because there are things that they need to fix. But I don't know. Insecurity isn't always a bad thing, and being able to recognize it or fix it or improve on it is yeah. a good thing. I think so too. Uh, and this goes into the area of this lifestyle is also imperfect. And Lauren and I try the best we can, obviously. And we've done an episode called Imperfect Minimalism. It's actually episode 62. Uh, and, you know, we're still working on areas. I mean, and on the insecurity thing, we all have our insecurities. It's just natural. Yeah. And, yeah you know, I always so. want to know other people's thoughts. Oh, do you? <laughs> people like, get so from- insulted if you call them insecure. People call me insecure. Now I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Thanks. <laughs> That's a good way to deal with it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, I mean, when it comes to, like, imperfections and minimalism, for me personally, I think that Something that I've been struggling with recently that I, I actually need to listen back to our episode on how to own our anxiety. I, I interviewed Julian Brass. The episode's called Own Your Anxiety. And I do have his book and I've read his book and it's amazing. And I, I've been feeling very anxious recently. And I think it's because I have so much on my plate and I just need to manage uh, my mental clutter a little bit better. I'm having these vivid dreams every night because there's so much going on and I need to create a little bit more calm in my everyday. Thankfully, my place is just so calm and that's so helpful. And also, I feel a little bit of a weight from my digital clutter still. I know I've been talking about that for a year now uh, and I've come a long way, but not as long as I far as I'd like to. Uh, I still have quite a bit of digital clutter. So yeah, it's a little bit of a weight on me. Like we talk about our stress and anxiety and we're minimalist. Like imagine how much worse it would be if we lived the way most people live and we're always buying and lives amongst clutter all the time. Like it would be 10 times worse, I think. Yes. Actually, side note, I was speaking to my accountant yesterday I ran my taxes and he's like well isn't there other things that you purchased over the year and didn't you purchase this or that I was like no I didn't purchase anything so I can't write anything off and or I, I can write some stuff off but I can't there's nothing else I can think of and he goes oh yeah you really are a minimalist yeah <laughs> my boss is doing my taxes and he's like how much did you spend on this I'm like let me check nothing he's like how much did you spend on this I'm like I didn't buy any of that (laughs) he's like did you get a new phone new laptop I'm like nope nope (laughs) that's so funny yeah oh my gosh oh and lastly I feel like how we've grown, best of all, I feel like our friendship has grown even more. Yeah, it definitely has. It's nice because sometimes you have to like make time to see friends, but because Kelly and I have a podcast, we naturally have to hang out all the time or talk. So it's definitely maintained our friendship, especially through the pandemic. Mm Because we talk probably every day. Yeah, probably every day. Just every day. We had to be mindful at one point, though. I remember Lauren brought up, she's like, hey, we can't just always work all the time. We need to just hang out. Well, if I was like, hey, Kelly, want to come over? She's like, yeah, sure. Do you want to record a podcast? I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to have a friendly afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, Totally get it. Totally get it. Uh, So many of you, you probably have noticed uh, over the past few months, we have been exploring new ways to connect with you and provide value beyond the podcast. The first being our virtual Simple Living consultations, which is something that we're still running today. And you can find more information on this on our website at mastersimplicity.com. So we actually offer 30-minute and one-hour one-on-one and group sessions to help you remove the excess from your life and live with greater intention. And uh, you can also email us directly at millennialminimalist at gmail.com. And we will include all this information in the show notes. So you'll have all that. And the second thing that we've started is our Master Simplicity classes. As many of you know, um, these are snackable, simple living courses that are off the pod. And you can find these also on our website at mastersimplicity.com. And we put this on pause for now. But we currently have three classes available. The first being uh, Dress Your Best in 2021, which is about how to declutter your closet and build a capsule wardrobe. Number two, we have Simplify Your Home, 
I really enjoyed doing that one with you, especially. Yeah, that was um, amazing. It's about how to keep a simple home. And then Lauren ran her own class called Spend Less and Save More, where you share a lot of your money management tips, which really helped me a lot. So I appreciate that, Lauren. I know you're not in the finance business, but you have some incredible tips. It's amazing. And again, all this information can be provided in our show notes. But today, we wanted to let you guys know that we are excited to share that for the past month, I guess, or so, we have been building our first product. And the product will help you build a capsule wardrobe and keep an organized closet for good. And even for the most cluttered closets. And we'll be sharing more information on this in the spring. Yeah, it works on my mother's closet, so it'll work for anyone. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk more about it, but we will share an upcoming episode that briefs what this product is and when it's going to be releasing, so definitely look out for that. And uh, yeah, something I want to share recently is, Lauren, you, you randomly said, you're like, hey, this is my favorite quote, and I was like, oh, we should share some quotes that, that we love. What was the quote that you shared with me? I forget what it was, but it was so good. Um, so this is by author Scott Adams. It was in a book I was reading, and it said, simplicity transforms ordinary into amazing. I love that. I love that. I always loved simplicity in all areas of my life, and it's so true. It, it turns ordinary into amazing. Yeah, and a quote that I picked out that I've always loved, and we've all heard this quote. It's a little overused, but I just love it. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Leonardo da Vinci. That is, I remember that was probably the first quote that you shared with me. This lifestyle, like even just owning less, less, just less items. I'm owning my best pieces, especially when it comes to my wardrobe, that I always just feel put together and just on a mission. And, you know, you feel you're wearing your best clothes, right? So you feel sophisticated. And majority of my clothes are black and white. I know we both have talked about this. We need more color in our wardrobe. We've been told on our Instagram, yes. where's the color? <laughs> I have one blue dress. <laughs> yeah, so do I. That's funny. Uh, but Lauren, you mentioned to me earlier, you said, hey, this summer, I really want to wear more color. I so, do, yeah. Yeah, so we should. Also, because I feel like we've been locked in for like a year and a half for we the pandemic. Been. We just got through like a, a terrible winter. I just want to wear something bright and happy. It's so true. It's so true. So some of my quotes, these were actually ones that we shared on Instagram that people wrote to us. Oh, okay. I, okay, if you don't know, then you know. I think there's so many times where it's like you're dating someone and you're like, do I like them? Or you're like... I like working on something or like pursuing like a job and you're like do I like this job and it's like if you don't know then you know sorry this was one of the quotes so we should we ask people for their favorite their minimalist favorite quotes and this, and this one is one of them, of them. Oh. yeah I loved it um another one I liked I have everything I need yeah. that just brought so much peace to my life like I oh. literally well I was I was like oh my god I I do have everything I need like, I have everything I need. That's And if um, you don't, get there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or try. Yeah. Try yeah. To get there. Is there another one? Um, the last one was the less you own, the less owns you. So powerful. So powerful. The less you own, the less owns you. Whoa, so good. So good. I actually I actually also made a note of something uh, that someone had shared during in, in those responses. Someone wrote, do more with less, experience more. I like that. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we have had so many more experiences because we're not weighed down by stuff. Yeah, for sure. So much more. And then some of our own quotes that I wanted to share, some that we love. My favorite quote by us is, buy less, use less, need less, want less. Because if we buy less, we ultimately will be using less and then we'll feel like we'll need less and then we'll want less. Like it's just, it's, yeah, that's so true. It trickles down. Right? We're almost being our lifestyle because we keep buying more we feel like we need more and then it's just this cycle that never ends I feel like this is an epiphany that people get when they're on vacation when they forget an item and then they go the whole vacation without it without it and they're like oh I actually didn't need it yeah so yeah it goes from there and then a couple others just because it's on sale doesn't mean you need it uh and the third one know what you own keep what you need think before you buy Oh, I love that. That keeps the rules simple. Exactly, exactly. So to begin to close this episode, this exciting episode, we want to thank all of you who have taken the time to share a five-star 
rating and review on iTunes. This has really helped our podcast grow and help us interview some exciting guests. And we hope to interview more exciting guests into the near future. And uh, we thought today that we would read a couple of our favorite, most recent reviews. I mean, I wish I could read all of them. Some of them are just so, let me tell you, is Lauren and I, we will we'll find the new ones and then we'll share it with each other and we'll get excited. It really, really, there, there, there are times where I actually got emotional. And, and, and I think the, this one that I'm going to read now is one of the ones that did that to me um, because it's powerful. Uh, so the title is The Podcast That Has Changed My Life. I never in my life would have thought that I would become a minimalist, but thanks to Lauren and Kelly, I am. Coming from a family of hoarders, this is an incredibly radical lifestyle change. (laughs) Haha. Every single podcast I've listened to, I come away with so many tips to apply to my daily life and my long-term goals. I love how easy it is to listen to Lauren and Kelly, like they're sitting right across from me having a conversation. Yes. Uh, I also love that they bring a young female and open-minded perspective to minimalism. And it's not just one way to be a minimalist. It's a lifestyle template that everyone can apply to their lives, starting with listening to this podcast. If you want to learn more about minimalism or how to get started or even the different types of minimalism, this is the podcast for you. Amazing. That's so nice. So nice. So, yeah. So thank you so much for whoever wrote that. And also thank you to everybody who's written in. So. We yeah. really appreciate it. Um, this was one of my favorite reviews. I've been on the hunt for a good minimalist podcast, and I have to say this is the best one I've come across. Lauren and Kelly are funny, insightful, and have a beautiful friendship. Their interviews are very thoughtful, and the material covered is always relevant and interesting. I think what truly makes the best minimalist podcast out there is a few things. Breadth of information covered and people interviewed. Not everyone is specifically a minimalist. And the energy and enthusiasm that Lauren and Kelly possess that create a genuine feeling of authenticity. Please keep it up, and I cannot wait for more content. Aw, I love that. Yeah, I, want, I love so when nice. people touch on our beautiful friendship. I'm like, yes. Yeah, so nice. well, it's so important. So important, so important. So thank you again to all of you. Warms our hearts. And uh, if you don't already, please follow us on Instagram at Millennial Minimalist, where you can connect with us, engage with us, and we are we are using the hashtag now master simplicity and uh, again that's where you can find more information about us and our courses at mastersimplicity.com and uh, in a couple of weeks I'll be running a short recap on our first 100 episodes uh, including a beef background on our past guests and a summary of our one-on-one discussions and as touched on that review you know we've we touched on all areas of minimalism but we've also, had conversations with personal development experts and entrepreneurs in different areas that really help us simplify our lives so in all the different ways so yeah it's crazy it's been a crazy journey i know i can't i we're i can't believe we're here I you know. know it's amazing and i'm i'm really proud of us and we should celebrate in some capacity yeah we should maybe no, no, everything's close everything's close <laughs> where we live right now but uh hopefully as things open up uh we'll be able to go for a drink and celebrate some it would be so amazing if we could celebrate where we started i know let's go back to italy i want to go back to italy. maybe this summer <laughs> yeah exactly exactly all right well thank you guys again and uh we will talk to you soon yeah thanks so much guys thanks so much bye-bye Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed our conversation today in celebration of our 100th episode. We are incredibly thankful for you, our listeners, for sharing in our minimalist journeys and helping us grow. Your support continues to keep us motivated and super inspired to share our experiences and lessons with you and others. We also love engaging with you over social media. And if you haven't already, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Millennial Minimalists. And as mentioned, you can learn more about our virtual simple living consultations and master simplicity classes on our website at mastersimplicity.com. Thanks again for listening and we will speak to you guys soon. Bye-bye.